0: It. <laughs> nice, huh? Your amnesiac child she's with two broken legs feel like Take her to the bed. It'll be
1: fine. Um. Well, welcome to Pasture Bedtime with me, Melanie, and me, Stephanie. I did it. I didn't laugh at all that time. I, I didn't laugh when I said the title. I didn't laugh when I said my name. I didn't laugh when you said your name.
0: I'm growing. You're starting to take this all more seriously, Melanie. <laughs> I'm growing
1: as a person.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh we're continuing with the Phantom Stallion series. Yeah. And Melanie is ready with some some reviews from I uh I assume the first one, Phantom Stallion for the Renegade, and Phantom yes. Stallion five Free Again. Yes.
1: I have both of those pulled up. Um so yes, yeah, so we're doing <laughs> the those two books today. Um, you're gonna be stuck with Phantom Stallion for a while, but it sounds like that's what you guys want. Um, so, I'm, feel good about it. Um, we did have, I think I told you this already, Stephanie, um, we got a a nice comment from one of our dedicated listeners, (laughs) Jeff, (laughs) he said, um, that the last two episodes have been really good, and it made me feel really good and supported, so... I was Thank a little you,
0: bit worried about the last episode just because of how long it was. It, it was, was so almost long. two hours, I and know. I couldn't really cut it down too much without like taking out like huge sections. Important of, like, stuff. Yeah,
1: it was all it all needed to be heard, but it was really long.
0: It it's took the me problem, like, two days. This to is the problem to it. with like two books, it's like it's just, yeah. yeah,
1: we're working on that. Um, but anyway, that I thought that was nice, and also we have. Um, wait did we talk i just i don't know what's happening anymore but um jeff had told me like a a horse story that he had um and so i was thinking that could be fun of like um sharing other people's main characters being some other people's stories
0: yeah i mean because i only have so many Hopefully we'll get some from Diana, but if, if, any, if any of you listeners have a, a wonderful horse story that you want to share yeah. with us, if you would record it and send it in, we'll definitely yeah. we'll put it up. Uh, you can email us fasterbedtimepod at gmail.com
1: That's our email. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, but I will be seeing socially distanced my mother tomorrow. Well, all of my family, my immediate family, but my mother will be there um, so I can see if I can get a Diana story um i I like i know i know i have a lot but it just i just can't like remember it's it'll be like things that just like come into my head but when i'm trying to remember specific things it's
0: yeah in the moment i mean yeah. also like i i'm sure like aside from seeing her in person she could just call you and tell you one and you yeah. could record the call or something exactly
1: i can just have her or she can just text to me i can
0: Oh, you can it, you can dramatically read her
1: story? Yeah, I can do a dramatic reading. That's I was thinking today for main characters, I would just read what Jeff had sent me. It's not like super long, but um, it's pretty funny. But anyway, um, back to whatever we're doing. So I'm going to be telling you, or um, reading the descriptions for The Renegade and Free Again, books four and five. Um we'll check out a few of the reviews on Thriftbooks, because we know I love the Thriftbooks reviews. Everyone's just so excited about the books on this website in particular. I feel like sometimes Goodreads, like, there are so many, and they can be, like, really lengthy and negative. They're never negative on Thriftbooks. <laughs> They're always just really excited to be here. The real um, fans
0: are on Thriftbooks.
1: Exactly. Goodreads is so, for haters. Exactly. <laughs> Um. That's why so I'm on there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think like the
0: last time I reviewed a book on there, the the first line of it was, um, "I hate this book and it hates me right back." <laughs> that sounds like a Stephanie review. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, also, they they uh, you might also enjoy recommendations or like. Pretty on point they get they took a weird turn though they've got um, heartland a book from heartland which that was another book series horse book series that I loved wonders promise from the thoroughbred book series um, which I also loved and I have a ton of those that series is really long though so I don't know if that would be an undertaking they have this book by Marguerite Henry mustang wild spirit of the west they have shadow horse um they have an animal arc book that's not quite up my alley then they go harry potter then they go animal farm and then they go of mice and men <laughs> and then good night moon and green eggs and ham okay i don't know about any of those uh um, that took a weird uh that took a weird turn. Yeah. Also, I don't know why there?
0: you'd want to. If you loved animals, why a book about uh, like a mentally challenged individual accidentally killing a bunch of bunnies and then being shot would be like up your alley? I. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Also, like,
1: it seems like a different, vastly different. Not maybe not vastly, also, but pretty like, different. An- like, animal farm levels. does
0: have horses in it, but like they they send him to the like dog food factory yeah right? they farm like betray a up. boxer
1: it's you know that's if you all of a sudden want to go from like feel good horror stories to like animal communism i guess then <laughs> that's the direction <laughs> fun fact also micah and i um we always say that we became friends because of communism because we were <laughs> reading animal farm and our um pre-AP English class in uh, ninth grade and that's where we met and we had to do something, some sort of project with Animal Farm and it resulted in Micah and I just sending like lyrics from the like communist Animal Farm (laughs) songs to each other on MySpace. That was like our MySpace wall or whatever it was. Was just a wall of like Animal
0: Farm quotes?
1: Yes. (laughs) that is the how our friendship started i mean
0: that sounds like a beautiful beginning to a friendship
1: i know i was like considering who we were back then i was like i don't think we really understood what but i was like i feel like now it makes more sense (laughs) for us but um yeah that was how our friendship began
0: a long time um, since I um have read Animal Farm. I do follow an account on Twitter called George Orwell's Animal House that just retweets every time people mix up Animal House and Animal Farm. Oh God! Which I'm happens sure a lot, actually. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a lot of a lot of surprise for those people. It's <laughs> not not the same thing. I don't. I have not read Animal Farm since I was fifteen.
0: I mean, because it's a class. huge fucking bummer.
1: Yeah. Uh, didn't really seem that's of my cement. Didn't read that again. I was like, I've, you know, I can feel depression on my own.
0: I, I don't, I'm sad without assistance.
1: <laughs> I don't need, you know, I don't need to add to that. Granted, do I? Yes. Because I love, you know, an emotionally traumatic book, which Kyle's always like, why have you done this to yourself? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I read I what was I doing yesterday crying because I read this book and he's like that seems like your mistake he's like
0: why didn't you <laughs> you've find done this f- to yourself to read.
1: <laughs> yeah. he's like oh you went in knowing this was gonna be a horribly emotionally devastating experience
0: like was that the right choice <laughs> for you in this time period well Melanie no you you know my you know my new book suggestion since I ordered it
1: is I, yeah. is
0: Cloud Parliament? I know that cover. <laughs> I haven't, cover, it was I haven't read else. it yet, but it was advertised to me as um, a a YA dystopian novel about horse girls overthrowing the government and falling in love. I was like,
1: I mean, what else is a- there? Like, what else do you I'm, need? It's everything
0: I want. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's
1: that. is it. Is does the perfect book exist? Yes, it's this <laughs> one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's got like a like a pale pastel pink cover of like a kind of cyborg horse. I like that.
1: I know. I was thinking maybe it could be fun if we both read it and then did an episode on it.
0: I mean, I ordered I ordered it from Fact and Fiction, so whenever it comes in, I could read it and pass it along to you. Hurt me. Sweet.
1: I need to go to Fact and Fiction.
0: I I That's assume they don't sign. have it on the shelf because it's weird. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem like one you
1: necessarily have, you know, 15 copies uh, of, I, on I the feel shelf. Like
0: my ordering history with them is probably really weird. They're like, alright, so I see you got a, a mystery about dogs, um, a horse cyborg book, um, something about all people being essential personnel on the moon. And a book about white supremacy. So, I'm not sure what's going on with you. but
1: <laughs> you know, All in the same realm, you know? <laughs> it's a logical progression from one to the next. Um, I've just been reading kind of like depressing contemporary lit books. Um,
0: like what?
1: So I just read Everything I Never Told You. Rude. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, she wrote, also wrote Uh, The book Little Fires Everywhere, which I have not read, but I watched the TV show and it was really good. Mm. Um, But I've had that for a really long... I have a lot of books that I have not read, (laughs) Um, just from, like, hoarding books from the book exchange. But yeah, that was actually really... It was really good, but it was, like... It was heartbreaking. Especially the the end. Like, you knew it was going to be sad, but it was somehow even sadder than I thought it could possibly be. I was just like crying alone in the living room, um, as you do. And then Miranda had just read, uh, she just uses, has been using my my bookshelf as her library. Um, so she had read this book, Idaho, that I had. Um, and so then she was like, I'll read your book, you read mine. So I started reading that one and it, I can just tell, I'm like, there's no way that this is going to have any sort of, there's no conclusion that could possibly be anything other than just like depressing. <laughs> like it, it's, it's just, there's no, there's no coming out of this one in a good way at all. So uh,
0: I'm like, I mean... Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I gave you one fun book, I guess. Um did. Did you I ever know. read um, either Twelve. of those? I started
1: reading the... Um, what was it called? The...
0: Mm, fuck. Last Unicorn? It's like the future- this, this is no. How You Lose the Time War? Yes, I yes. started reading
1: that one, and then um, at the time, I was like, well, I haven't read anything that makes me feel emotionally devastated in a while, and I don't. So think you this intentionally bummed yourself out? <laughs> so i was like, I'll read the second book so I can get like really emotionally involved. But then it was like. You know, I I wasn't prepared to do, like, two of those in a row. And so then I was like, well, now I've just made a mistake.
0: Now like, I just don't want to read anything. I have you know. to, like, I sprinkle a couple of, th- uh, like, I always have, like, a few fun books, like, waiting in the wings. So that I have something, like, silly to read yeah. if I'm getting, like, too bogged down in serious stuff. Where I'm like, okay, yeah. I've been listening to As I Lay Dying for... 4 hours and I've had enough of that. So <laughs> now it's time for whales on stilts. That's what we're yeah. going to.
1: That's when I do that it's like it's basically the equivalent of like how I like watch TV and movies. Um you know, I'll watch like Marriage Story for the fourth time and oh my god, you know. Really?
0: Be cr- <laughs> <laughs> I <Not the>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really like Really, really love that movie, but it is so sad to me. It is like so, it like fucks me up every time. What a time. shitty husband, dude! And like he punches a wall. Fuck him! Oh my god! <laughs> it just he's he seemed like a teeny like he just seemed so like emotionally un. Just I don't
0: I. It's, a script, I felt, it's I felt, a script written by basically that guy, I like, know. to make you feel bad for him because he was shitty to his wife. Fuck that guy.
1: No, I mean, I definitely, I felt really bad for, for the wife, mostly, <laughs> but I just was like, this is sad, like, he's, he, like, cannot under, he, like, cannot get it. I don't know why it's, like, sad to me when people cannot come to terms with things. Not- not all things, like, there are, I have limits on what, what I'll feel, feel bad for people about, but, um, no, that movie makes me cry a lot, but anyway,
0: Aww. um, but i just but get, I just get mad, like, I couldn't even really finish it, I was like, this guy fucking sucks, yeah. I don't feel bad for him, I'm gonna go. It's like,
1: emotionally, like, a 12-year-old boy.
0: Yeah, we'll fucking grow um, up.
1: I know, well, I, no, I know, I. <laughs> I, I, you, we have different levels of tolerance for that, but, um, but it does, it gets me every time. I just, at the very end, when they're, like, you can tell that they're, like, they still, they, they're still, like, the love there, but they've, they are figured out how to move on. I don't know, that makes me cry a lot. <laughs> um, but anyway, but, you know, I'll watch something like that, and then I'll watch, like, you know, something like To All the Boys I've Loved Before for the sixth time. (laughs) (laughs) And and just to be like, this is so, like, terrible, but, like, it makes me feel good. So this is what I do with books. I'll read something that is, like, you know, something like A Little Life, which is the most emotionally devastating thing I've ever read. And then I'll read several books by Kristen Higgins. (laughs) which is she's, back in the day, I was, like, obsessed with her. Um, That's, like, all the same thing. It's, like, kind of a quirky, like, woman uh, who has a dog and, like, you know, is in, like, her 30s, her early 30s, hasn't found the one yet, like, um, you know, kind of pushes, like, gender stereotypes a little bit. And then there's, like, some, you know... Some dude, some like manly dude that comes along, and he's like kind of emotionally stunted, <laughs> but <laughs> they wind up connecting. <laughs> the,
0: the dog is involved. Got a fucking pipe. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I was, and it just at the very like you know she's when making my like, emotionally stunted twelve-year-old adult man come back from the war. <laughs> uh, but they're like, look, like
1: reading them now. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> those are ter- like, you know, like the kind of gender stereotypes, like the dudes with their their shit. I'm like, this is not good. But I still like love them because.
0: Have you ever read of any of like, uh Georgette hires like Regency stuff? No, I have not. Um, well, she, I don't think so. She like she so she did some like mysteries and stuff. Um, she's an older writer, actually. Like some of her stuff started being published in like the nineteen twenties, so some of it's like getting to the end of copyright. So I'm hoping that that will cause more interest in her. But um, a lot of her like Regency romance style stuff will be centered around like slightly older women, like chaperones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's like a bit more snark to it. Um, so you, you might appreciate some of those, I think.
1: I, just, I like the snark. I think that's, it's like gals with a little bit of snark.
0: Um, yeah. or And like, then, yeah. 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 So like, I, what's one example, um, like black sheep. So this lady is, she's like basically being the chaperone to her niece. And then she, and this guy who's like, kind of like a, a rake type or whatever, Um, are kind of having like a bit of a flirtation and she's like trying to like deal with the problems that her niece is having and she occasionally be like help me with this problem that my dumb niece is having and he's like no I don't give a shit about that if you want to hang out I'll do it but like I don't she seems young and dumb it's not my problem (laughs) Um, so it's just like her kind of having like she's trying to help her niece but also like having like her her in this like sort of asshole guy or like interested in each other but he's not an asshole to her he's just generally kind of an asshole he's like this is not my problem so i'm not doing it goodbye but uh, you know you know where i live come over anytime i like like you
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's see that's some of the Kristen higgins characters are kind of like that that's like the guys are i don't know i mean that's just it's all very
0: I like it's a, a, a little I like bit... a misanthrope, like if he's just like generally I don't like people, but I'm nice to you specifically, yeah. and like maybe certain <laughs> other people, like very like Luke from Gilmore Girls kind of thing. Yeah, that'll there work are, for me.
1: But there are some of the some of the characters are like that, or they're like the really nice guy that everyone loves, and I and mean, whatever I like that too. But um, I totally used to read a lot of the like ro- I I used to just only read like cheesy romance novels, but a lot of the times it was like very like manly dudes that were like creepily possessive that I just like didn't at the time realize was like fucked up (laughs) and so now even like some of those I'm like there's a little bit too much like weird like toxic masculinity like but I can I can overlook it because I have fond memories attached to them
0: yeah, I think the only ones that... I like Georgia Tyre's, like, uh, Regency stuff. Um, and I like Courtney Milan sometimes. Because she tends to do a little bit more, like, diversity in her stuff. Um, what's one that I liked? Um, oh, the heiress effect. That one's good. So this um, this lady is constantly trying to dress as, like, ridiculous as possible. Because she wants... She wants to live at home, which is, like, with her uncle and her sister, who's technically their guardian, but Mm -hmm. she's rich, because Mm -hmm. apparently her mom must have, like, been cheating on her dad, because this guy, like, this rich guy, when he died, left her all of his money, and so everyone knows that that must be the reason, so it's, like, a little bit scandalous, because she obviously was, like, the result of an affair, but she's, like, loaded, right? And her uncle doesn't like her living with him, and so he's basically told her that like if anybody asks him for her hand, he's gonna say yes. So she's like, all right, so I gotta be as annoying as possible. So no one will want to marry me. So, like, in every conversation she has, she's always just, like, intentionally offending guys who are, like, interested in her. So they're, like, trying to, like, get past her offending them, and she just offends them even more. But, like, as if she doesn't realize that she's doing it. And she, like, intentionally buys, like, really, like, loud, crazy outfits so that people are, like, embarrassed to be seen around her and stuff. Um, Because her sister has... Her sister is, like, younger than her and then also has, like, medical issues, and so she's worried that if she's left alone with um, the uncle that he's gonna keep, like, making these really, like, shitty invasive procedures happen to her because she has epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, her sister ends up, like, eloping with this uh Indian doctor, or lawyer. He's a lawyer. Um, they end up, like, getting together, so that's kind of cool. I was like, oh, a not-white guy that's something like to see that um, yeah. and it's just funny like the scenes where like some, some like smarmy guys like trying to be interested to her and she's just like really wide eyed but like intentionally like pissing him off and like the descriptions of her horrible outfits and like her going into like The seamstress isn't being like, yes, I need four more layers of lace. And the lady's like, don't make me do this. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) It looks like crap. Um, And she has a couple of other friends who, like, encourage her outfits to be worse because they're trying to kind of use her for the same purpose that she's using herself. Where they're like, I also don't want to get married. I'm going to stand next to this annoying lady and hopefully no one will come talk to us. Um, Yeah, it's just it's just very funny to me. Um, the guy who's interested in her wants to go into politics, so he's, like, he likes her as a person, but he's also, like, well, but I can't, like, I have to, like, marry somebody who's, like, gonna be good at, like, diplomacy and stuff, and I can't, like, marry someone who's, like, intentionally acting like this all the time. She's, like, I mean... This is kind of an act, so I could, like, not do this, but this is also, like, a little bit my personality. Like, it's not, like, I also, like, to some extent, genuinely like a loud-colored outfit. Like, I wouldn't have thought to do this if it wasn't somewhat my natural impulse. So you're gonna have to get over that. I'm gonna be a little bit tacky. That sounds like a good one. I mean, that sounds
1: like
0: something
1: I should have been reading back then.
0: Yeah, I I just... I think I her, have bad her most her most recent book day. was um, the Duke Who Didn't, which actually features a duke who is um, like partially Chinese, which never happens in regency romances. Yeah, but she justifies it like there was actually like a person with a similar background. So nice. That's
1: different than any of the historical romances I was reading before i started working at the book exchange i was on a dark path with books i mean I also some of the,
0: the books at book the exchange. book exchange really went to a wild place oh god the fake native americans <laughs> dude i
1: mean there were yeah no there. are like
0: a white guy the with terrible a books
1: <laughs> the terrible books were all there it was more just like meeting the people that worked there and them being like you should read this and this, and then being like, oh, maybe I should try reading something other than really shitty romance novels. <laughs> um, and and, and, and it changed my life. They, are, they can be fun, but I'm like, it's so much better when you can branch out from that. There's so much else out there. You know? I didn't read, like, any science fiction or fantasy other than, like, stuff I read when I was a kid. Mm. Or, like, you know, Twilight. So... I don't know. It was my uh, horizons, my book horizons were greatly broadened. Um, but
0: I feel like anyway. I've gotten like so specific in what I'm looking for in sci-fi that it's almost impossible now where I'm like, I'm gonna need a ship that is a person. That's what I'm <laughs> looking for. What do you got out there for me? <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> who? Who is a human spaceship? That's what I need. <laughs>
1: And who are they going to fall in love with? Is there going to be some sort of human spaceship, human romance? Is there a, a city that is sentient that is maybe trying to fall in love with someone? Can what a proper is Victorian
0: spaceship find love?
1: Exactly. I mean, if it's, if it's not that, then, you know, uh, I guess that's, not interested. Yeah, maybe
0: that's the book I need to write.
1: Yeah. It could be time. Um... But anyway, should we actually yes, do yes, the, yes. the books that we just, just are intended to do? nothing for half an yeah, hour. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> We've really done it this time. <laughs> um, okay, so back to business. Um, book number four, The Renegade. Um, description here. So, um, when an ambitious rodeo contractor comes to town, Sam's worried. The woman wants to buy tamed Mustangs from local ranchers, including Sam's dad, and doesn't seem to like taking no for an answer. Then Sam spots the phantom's herd, without him. She's sure he's been captured by the rodeo, but how will she find him? And even if she does, how can she set him free? Okay, so I I definitely, like, remember this happening. And, like, the woman being described... She, she's, like, described as being, like, a, like, kind of, like, a hard woman. Um... Is she is there something about her hairspray? Like her hair is like really hairsprayed.
0: Her hair doesn't move. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. I think the thing that was funniest to me is that she describes her as looking weathered but then also says that she thinks she's about 30. And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that seemed really old to me at
1: the time. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, I remember Kevin, like...
0: How old, how old is Terry Farley when she's writing this? Why does she... She's, got, she's definitely older leathered. than that. She was definitely
1: <laughs> That's, o- older than that. Just
0: a harsh um, statement.
1: But yeah, I remember the hair. Um, and like...
0: Rodeo queen hair?
1: Yeah, and that i remember like not like total details but i remember the scene of like her finding the phantom at the rodeo Mm -hmm. um and like she's like running you know that's very dramatic like whatever um and you know obviously she saves him in some way but i just remember being like so dramatic and like um That's those are the mostly it's like all vague details. Just that there was that lady. She wouldn't she wouldn't take no for an answer. Um, we don't like her. That was the consensus. Not a fan. Um, and then the phantom gets kidnapped basically and taken to the rodeo, and then Sam has to go save him, and it's like a very dramatic scene. Um, and then is this the one? Is this the book where Jake injures himself? okay so he's injured for the rodeo okay um okay so that's and i kind of already talked about this but jake breaks his leg and it's like a compound fracture right it's like bone is out it's dramatic and you know obviously traumatizing because we love jake and, <laughs> and he's injured um, oh which he's is a he's a
0: real shit about it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course he is. Um I remember really liking this one. Like I this, that was this, definitely one this that one I reread had a couple
0: Some of times. the most like Jake content, I would say, out of all the books so far. There's a okay. lot of Jake related drama and jealousy. We love that. And the next book has also a lot of a lot of jealousy. But this time Jake seems like he's kind of jealous, I'm just saying. I have a scene for you when we get to that uh, point.
1: Love that. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm just seeing what the um, what the reviews say. What's um, oh, her name. Okay. Um... This one seems like a dramatic uh, review. The, um, you know, the little tagline or whatever is a Mustang and a bad deal. (laughs) They say, Carla Star came to comes to town and Sam's world is turned upside down! Exclamation point. Carla wants to buy Mustangs from local ranchers and Sam's dad isn't giving any up. When Slocum sells his bull maniac and Sam sees the phantom herd without him, she knows that something's going on things get stranger as the book goes on and if sam doesn't do something fast she may never see him again once again again sam i keep saying m's instead of n's um once again sam is fighting for her stallion's freedom and his life lots of dot dot dots there's like multiple ellipses there um she then tries to track down Carla Starr at all different rodeos in a way that could send her on a wild goose shake. She, uh, I just read Jake while I was reading Chase.
0: I had a hard time. <laughs> I'm a wild... was like, I see something about Jake and I need to know more. Uh, <laughs> what is Jake doing? Is he so, outside s- of my window right now?
1: <laughs> is he? No, he's not. <laughs> um, could send her on a wild goose chase. But one night, Jake's family shows Sam's family and their workers a videotape. What does it show? Read to know. Does (laughs) Sam find the phantom? Read to find out. To answer all of your questions, this is in all caps, read the book with like (laughs) 12 exclamation points. Once more, you'll be wound into a book in this series. I don't really know what that means. Um, You won't want to stop reading once you start. I highly recommend that you read this book. Correction, dot 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 dot. Read, read this book as soon as you possibly can. Four exclamation points. Five stars. I should point out that was a five star review. So I mean. I'm kind of sold based on that. I mean, I was already sold, but if I'd read that review, that definitely, um, that's all it takes, you know, um, 14 dot, dot, dots, and you know, it's serious. Exactly. Um, this one is a little bit more reserved. They dialed it back just a little bit. Um, this one, another five-star review. They say, Sam seems to be good at getting in trouble, comma, lately, comma. Okay, uh, and into situations she doesn't like. The Phantom seems to be appearing in places he shouldn't be, and the ranch is tight on money, a constant supply of worry for Dad and Graham. Then Jake has an accident, and the Phantom goes missing. Sam thinks that Carlos Starr, the low-life rodeo contractor who doesn't play by the rules, has stolen him, but she has no proof. This was yet another excellent book in the Phantom Stallion series. There was not much of Jake and his cleverness after the accident but there's lots of action to make up for it and humor and emotion and even some sadness all in all. Excellent. Can't wait for the next one. I, I like that. They pointed out Jake and his cleverness because he is a clever boy. <laughs> um, yes. That. I don't remember much of the, the details other than just like remembering kind of whatever was go- Carla star um jake injuring himself just because that compound fractures really scared me when i was younger the idea of like being able to see the inside of my body on the outside um was incredibly disturbing um so that one really got seared into my brain and then the the drama of the rodeo and sam having to save um the Phantom, which one of these reviews mentions that he was drugged in order to get him to perform the rodeo, which is fucked up. Um, oh, and the cover is—you're um, clearly at some sort of, uh, you know, fairgrounds like at the rodeo, and the Phantom is like trotting. He's he's front and center, and the their tagline says. A fierce spirit wants to be free. Which so true. You know? I can relate to that. <laughs> um,
0: I feel like naming the next book uh, free again is kind of like how Dragon Ball Z used to be like in the next episode will Boo be defeated? Find out next time. In Boo is defeated. Like it just like would name them really. I'm like yeah. okay well I don't need to watch the episode I guess. That's all we need.
1: <laughs> um Well, okay. So that one, should I read? Should I just read "Free" again? Yeah, we might. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I couldn't remember what we did last time. So then, "Free" again is the fifth one. Um, and the cover, it's like a beautiful landscape, some mountains in the background, um, and then some sort of field with some long, dry-looking grasses, and there's a little pinto foal lying in the grass. It's beautiful. Um, And the tagline says, A filly gets a second chance. So And so a filly is um, a foal that is a female. So that's a filly. So this description says, When Sam finds a home for a group of quote-unquote unadoptable mustangs, she feels like a hero but when she's promised when she promises to help care for the horses especially the blind filly among them she's overwhelmed with the responsibilities then the filly wanders off alone in a snowstorm will sam be able to find her in time or will the phantom be the one who saves the day um intriguing i can't i have like some i just like remember that this happened but i don't have any like specific Memories of this, um, of this one in particular. I don't think. Um, let's let's check out some of these reviews and see what they say. Um, okay, this one five stars, obviously. Um, on thriftbooks.com so this says this is a great book. I loved it. Sam is walking home from school one day when three horses follow her home: two paints and a bay, and a bay. The thing is, they leave when Sam crosses the Riverbend Bridge. Sam tells her Gram, and Gram seems to recall that Trudy Allen from Deerpath Ranch loves paint horses, and that the three horses might belong to her. Problem is that Sam and Jake used to think Mrs. Allen was a witch. And pretty soon, Sam is working for the old lady. <laughs> um, after that, Graham says Brenna, Olson's, Brenna Olson is having some trouble finding homes for unadoptable Mustangs. Um, Brenna tri- wants them homed because she afraid she is afraid her stand-in Norman White, a representative from Las Vegas, might put them down while she is away on business. Sam tries to think out a plan. At least a few of the horses are paints. And Graham had said Mrs. Allen loved paint horses. This is getting complicated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but things turned from bad to worse when Glenn Scott, the local equine vet, and the BLM's on-call vet, calls and says that Norman White called to have the horses put down. He's even got a backhoe digging one big grave, and that one of the disfigured mares gave birth to a filly. A blind filly. So they spelled filly, and then they said a blind filly, and spelled filly wrong the second time. (laughs) Whatever. And the reason Mr. White wants to have the horses put down is because he considered them unhealthy because of the way they looked. Will the blind Philly be put down, or will Trudy Allen save the day? It comes down to this, and this is quite a good read, so please do. (laughs) Please do read it? (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay, so this other one said the, the baby's name is Faith, which I um vaguely remember let's see that that review is complicated <laughs> um. okay okay so there's a snowstorm phantom helps Sam find the Billy, or phantom finds the Billy I remember exactly. There is, I keep waiting, I can't remember which book this is, and I don't think it's any of these ones, but, like, part of me doesn't want to, I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's, like, this very specific scene that I remember, like, very clearly, and I'm just, like, waiting for it to happen, and I don't know which book it is.
0: What's the scene?
1: Um, she gets attacked by a cougar.
0: Oh, that's next book. It is. Yeah.
1: Wait, six. So you read six?
0: I looked in it because I wanted to see if they dropped okay. a couple of the plot lines from yeah. these ones, and they did. But yeah, She the, gets the, attacked
1: by a cougar. The
0: cougar is next book, yeah. Oh my god,
1: so dramatic. I just, yeah. Um. Anyway, but, so I don't, I don't really have, I like the vague memories of Trudy Allen, but I don't know. I don't know i don't have much else to remember for that i'm excited more to hear about the renegade because that one is very dramatic yes um and i really like that one um yeah i don't really have anything else okay so should we transition to penny for your trots penny for your with trots. stephanie
0: okay I did, uh, this is, this is a scene from the, the second book but I do have, I did, I did make a dramatic scene for, for Melanie. Um, I'm going to play it from my phone just so you can hear it. I'll put the actual clip in the okay. show so it'll be good for everybody else, but. Moonlight struck Jake's black hair. For the first time that night, Sam noticed he was hatless. With his button front shirt instead of a t-shirt, he would have looked nice if he weren't so angry. What is it with you? He demanded. You have Ace, a nice, well-behaved horse who loves you, but you have to go chasing after the phantom. You have Jen, a really good best friend, and you ignore her to hang out with crazy old Miss Allen. Jake might be breathless, but he wasn't done yet. Then you have me. He snarled. A more tolerant friend than you deserve, but you have to start messing with Daryl. Don't think I haven't heard. He is to... snarled. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> he literally comes over just to yell at her. Not he like gets, like,
1: there. dressed up to he go yell at her. dressed
0: up to go yell at her in the middle of the night.
1: Oh, my. Is she at Mrs. Allen's? <laughs> yes. Okay, I remember. Okay. Yes.
0: Oh, uh, um, the emotion. The moment I read that, the I, was like, I was like, this is it. This is the one. <laughs>
1: Thank you uh, to you and Evan for making that come to life. <laughs> he <is> snarls
0: <laughs> that she
1: has she has him. She has okay.
0: him. It's a fucking lie, though. Okay, he also says something, like, later on, um, which I also had ever record, where um, it's something along the lines of, I'll put it in front of the, I'll put it here. You know all that stuff about Ace and Jen and me? What I was trying to say is this. Unless you really like having your heart broken, why don't you go with the sure thing? Just once in your life. Excuse me? Who's the sure thing? Are you fucking kidding? (laughs) Was this a reference to Daryl? (laughs) Jake, you tease. He's he's such a tease. He's not going to follow through on that. We all know it. (laughs) Jake, just, like, hold
1: her hand or
0: something. He's not going to. Give us what we want.
1: (laughs) Hold her hand. Give her another hug. Tell her that she looks pretty. Like, just give me something. I'll accept the jealousy for right now because it's, like, you know, the emotions feed me. But I'll need some contact, like. Hand on this hand.
0: is this is this is like part of my dissatisfaction uh, with Terry in the next book because I was like, okay, I'm I'm hearing a lot of stuff and I'm not seeing it backed up. There huh. also was a couple of things like the whole Daryl thing. It's like totally dropped actually, which is very disappointing.
1: Yeah, so um, I I don't really remember. I remember this scene where he's like mad, but I don't really remember.
0: Okay, Darryl. okay, we'll get into things actually being in order now. All right, so book for the Renegade. Mm-hmm. Um, starts off immediately with a thing that makes Sam jealous that she cannot get over. She brings it up constantly. The horse this book, and it is that um, they have to go help. Um, Link Slocum's daughter has gone off on one of his horses. They can't find her. Everyone's worried, right? So everyone's looking. Um, and they find her in the woods. She's basically gotten thrown off of this horse because she like didn't know what she was doing. And, um, so Jake has to let her ride double on his horse, and so Um. she has, like, her arms around him, and, like, Sam is so upset. She specifically says that she's, like, burning with jealousy. That's her man. It gets brought up repeatedly in these next couple of books. Like, she's just snapping at him and, like, thinking about it. (laughs) Like, she can't get over it
1: she's remembering Um, those arms around jake's wings that were not hers
0: and they go like they bring the horse like um her horse back to the stable to help it because it's like got a it's like mouth is bleeding and like they're gonna put some salve on it or and whatever but um her horse's mouth is bleeding uh rachel's horse
1: because of her
0: yeah Yeah, unacceptable what she's doing but um Jake like slightly adjusts his hat at one point, and Sam's like, "Jake never cares about his appearance." Oh my god, does he like Rachel? And she's... I remember that. <laughs> she's like, "This is suspicious. Why would he? Why would he uh, do something like that?" Uh, meanwhile, you're not picking up on the fact that multiple times when he's been about to hang out with you for a long period of time, he's changed outfits. So I'm just saying just bringing in I up. would
1: say, he's a, you know, he gotta look good for his sure thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, but she, like, she literally can't get over it. They have, like, multiple arguments about it. Um, she some suppressed
1: par- feelings.
0: Oh. Oh, no, but there is, there is, okay, so, um, that happens, right? And then, Ooh. um, there is an incident with the phantom, um, coming to approach and, like, wanting to sort of, like, see her when she's waiting at the bus stop, and he, like, almost mm-hmm. gets hit by the bus. And her- Jesus. Her way of dealing with this is to instead have herself almost get hit by the bus, and oh, then no. she gets in trouble for, like, doing that. Like, the bus driver's like, I literally could have killed you, you do not run in front of the bus, and I'm calling the principal about it. Um, and then she she like isn't allowed to ride the bus for the next week. That's her punishment. He's like, I'm not driving her right now. Um, and her dad and grandma are not gonna come get her. Um, but around this time Rachel has been interested in learning more about riding horses because she has decided she wants to be like a rodeo queen of to impress her brother for some reason. And so she's wanting to uh, pay Sam to sort of, like, teach her in secret. And Sam's mm-hmm. like, okay, I will if I uh, get to have a ride to and from school with you in your car for this next week when I can't use the bus. That's the, that's the agreement. And also, uh, Jen gets to come with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good friend. <laughs>
0: um, but, like, at one point it's, like, Jen's mom who's driving the car, so they're, like, chatting with her. And like chatting with the other lady who's like driving the car, and Rachel's really annoyed about it, but um I'm kind of surprised that Sam was willing to like agree to do this anyway, considering yeah. that that like last book she like broke her fucking camera and like made her try to pay for it, like whatever she's paying you for these writing lessons is that more than the two fifty that camera cost yeah uh I wouldn't bother yeah <laughs> is is my opinion I would have been like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really worth it. Even this ride isn't really worth it. I'll suck up to Jake's brother. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. he has a car. He goes from the same area. Um, so, she's in trouble for this. And then, um, she goes for a ride at one point while she's in trouble um, with Jake. Like, there's, like, they have a little... Her horse um, Ace keeps getting out of his enclosures. Like he keeps just like letting himself out because he's smart and bored. Mm-hmm. So eventually, even though she's kind of been like grounded from riding, her dad decides to let her ride a little bit just because like Ace is kind of getting out of hand. Um, so she and Jake are going for a ride, and it's like a very beautiful, majestic moment for a minute. Um, it's like him on this horse Teddy that he's like training for somebody else, like Teddy Bear. So Mm -hmm. it's not his normal horse, which, um, and in the course of this, because of, like, how, like, it's been really rainy and the ground is really unstable, Mm -hmm. they're, like, going down into a a dry riverbed because it's lower ground, um, Mm -hmm. and his horse slips and he doesn't get off. Like, he refuses to get off the horse. And so, he, his leg is, like, crushed between the uh, horse and the ground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the whole time, he's, like, check on the horse. Like, where's my hat? <laughs> he's just, like, not yeah. acknowledging the fact that he's, like, clearly seriously injured. He's just, like, clenching his jaw. She can, like, see blood, like, all clenched. on his pants yes. and stuff. It's, like, Ugh, the whole traumatizing. thing is, but they're also like they're five miles out again, and I'm like this nah. is like this is very reminiscent of like her getting kicked in the head, yeah. basically, but like you know this time she's the person who's like not hurt, you know, yeah, um, but basically they decide that like they can't leave um th- like that Jake has to come back with her like and and ride because if he stays there, it's like a riverbed there' there's a potential for a flash flood, yeah. So it's a very like stressful situation and then he ends up having to go to the hospital and he, yeah, because it's a compound fracture, he like can't go to school for a little bit. It's like um, a
1: nightmare. Like a, his femur, right?
0: Yeah, it's like they don't femur. show they don't show it, but I guess it was like poking out or something. So she goes to school, um, like, the next couple of days, and normally, I guess, like, she and Jake's friends, like, really haven't talked to each other, but, like, Daryl approaches her basically because Jake hasn't been to school, and he doesn't know why, and they had plans, and stuff, so he's like, hey, where's Jake at? So, she and Jen end up, like, sitting down at a table with, like, these guys to, like, talk about what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Where she's like, yeah, like, he broke his leg, it's really bad, whatever, like, talking about it. And Daryl's bummed because apparently they had plans to go to the rodeo and then the drag race after the rodeo. Um, But meanwhile, like, okay, before, like, Jake has specifically said don't talk to Daryl. Like, he's the bad guy, don't talk to him. Um, but there's been a couple of scenes previously, like in some of the other books where Sam goes to try to talk to Jake, and like Daryl kind of like gives her like a a look like an approving look or something like that <laughs> hmm, okay is is Daryl a bad guy, or do you think Daryl's interested in Sam? Sometimes?
1: yeah, that's and, like, definitely now what it it's is.
0: suspicious now it's suspicious, but um, okay, teenage so, okay. drama. I was like, Jake wants to go to a drag race. Also, I've been wondering about the car situation because he has more than $5,000 now. Like, why does he not have a car yet? It doesn't cost that much. Mm-mm. So, like, what's going on? Like, what? I don't know. It's just weird. That, mm. like. And there's also a scene in one of the other ones where um, Link Slocum says something about how when he was younger, like he was really into like fast cars and whatever. And so I'm like... I almost wonder if, like, that comment, like, made Jake not want to get a fast car, because he's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to be, like, to that be, like, guy, but I was interested in that. I don't know. Um, I've just been wondering, like, did they forget that he's supposed to be saving up for a car? Because nothing else has been said about it, and he's actually got, like, a pretty big chunk of money at this point. Hmm. Like, I don't know how much he's been making from, like, training horses, but he got half of that reward before, and it hasn't come I, up again.
1: I'm pretty... He definitely gets a car at some point. I don't remember
0: um okay so they they have this conversation uh with these boys telling them the whole thing um and then later sam goes over to jake's place to give him his birthday present and his mom is basically like saying a bunch of stuff about how jake's just been in like a really shit mood (laughs) this whole time um like, I think she calls him a bear is... and says that they've just been feeding him raw meat or something.
1: Because <laughs> like... this is his 17th
0: birthday, right? I think so. Okay. Which, I'm like, okay, but Sam's still 13. Like, the age yeah. discrepancy just keeps getting weirder. Like, Fair the no. first book they told us that she was two years younger than him. And now he's, like, four years older than her. Like, what's happening here? Um, but so, okay. Um, She goes there. Is, uh, aside from saying that he's just been a real shit, um, her mom also or his mom also says that um she's the only person that he's let see him, which is interesting. Um, I'm like, oh okay, okay, Jake. Um, and she was like, well, don't take it personally. It's just that he knows that I have a really sweet gift for him, so she like gives it to him, and it's like a split ear bridal. I think it's got like kind of like more of a like headdress in center position mm-hmm. since he wanted to know more about it yes uh he's very stunned he's like wow this is because it was, like it was like a hundred dollar gift yeah. which is like a lot for them I think yeah um and then she also brings him she like printed out a bunch of information on um like Native Americans who have done tracking work for the government um which is something that like jake has been kind of interested in and so he gets really into reading that and he's like oh this is cool or whatever so she's like good i've like done something he has something to occupy himself now because he's like an active person and then is like supposed to be laying in bed and also he's like basically totally by himself because his you know his brothers all go to school so then the whole day he's just like laying there with nothing to do like being grumpy yeah um She's very, like, shocked to see his feet. <laughs>
1: she's oh, like yes. he's not wearing boots. That's <laughs> <What's> right! <happening?
0: laughs> it just, she's, like, embarrassed by feet. it. She's like, don't look.
1: <laughs> the boy has feet.
0: <laughs> uh, he's a human being with toes.
1: Oh my god, that's how um, like Miranda always... Miranda doesn't like it when people see her feet. So her joke is always that she doesn't have feet. if you can see if you say I can see your feet she'll be like I can't I don't have feet
0: (laughs) don't perceive them (laughs) exactly Uh, so um but while Sam's there she's talking to him about something that she saw which is like she went when she was like out riding her horses at one point she went to like a watering hole because she hadn't seen like the phantom for a little while and she was thinking about him and um, she goes to this watering hole with Ace and They're like, he just reacts really strangely to the water. Um, and Jen, who was with her at the time, Jen's horse has the same reaction, and they find these like gold tassel things in like some of the bushes. So that kind of makes him think that, like, maybe Carla Starr has been there. because She's got a lot of fringes mm. on her outfits. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, like, obviously some kind of trap or something going on with the water. Because even her, like, horses acted kind of weird yeah. around it. So she's like, they did something to, like, get him, you know. Mm-hmm. Or they're trying to trap Mustangs in this way. Um. So she tries to talk to Jake about it. And he's, like, trying to give her some... He He's, like, it's not gonna work. Like, you can't... He's, like, you can't really... Like, it's been raining a lot. It's gonna be really impossible to track him. And, also, like, at this point, like, you know, Carla Starr was really going after getting these horses. She probably already has them at this point. Like, there's probably not much you can do. And it's not, like, safe country for you to be riding around by yourself anyway. So just, like, don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, shut up. I want to hear this from you. But you're... He, like, threatens to hit her with his crotch at one point.
1: <laughs> That's rude,
0: Jay. He's like, I will hit you with my crotch. And she's like, you literally can't move. So, fine. Let's try it. So <laughs> Take I'm that. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried. Um. So then, like, she's, like, worrying a lot about trying to, to go to where the Phantom and his horses normally are to see if, like, she can figure out if he's there. And she, like, goes back and forth on whether or not she should do it a lot. And then her um, dad and her grandma are planning to go out of town for, like, some state fair contest thing. But also, her dad wants to go because he's supposed to be meeting (gasps) Brenda Olsen's parents, Melanie. It's getting serious. That is
1: a progression.
0: And they're going to be spending the night overnight in a hotel.
1: Oh. Melanie. Excuse me. It's happening. What? (laughs) <laughs> I'm, are they implying there's premarital sex in this because unacceptable <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we, yeah. this is a, a nice Christian household and I I say oh, no to that
0: sir It no but yeah that is what <laughs> is implied they are going to be staying together at a hotel Melanie and How he's going we... to be meeting her parents dang it they are going like warp speed in this relationship. This has not been very long.
1: This, are, this are, makes me just think of my dad saying, because um, my mom asked my dad out first. Um,
0: and that makes he sense think Diana. I know.
1: <laughs> He's always like, Your mom saw what she wanted and she went for it. <laughs> <laughs> the cockiness. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what that makes me think of. They saw what they wanted and they went for it.
0: Um, so Sam's like having some feelings about that too. Oh, I so bet. She like so she she partially like didn't want to, She basically she didn't want to go because she didn't want she like wanted to look into the things with the stallion, but also she's like I don't want to. I don't want to be in a hotel overnight with you guys. It's kinda no, weird. like, no thanks. Um. So she she but she decides she's gonna she's gonna sneak out overnight and she's gonna go see about the stallion. So she goes to like the secret enclave thing that that they've been to before that like is where the, the Mustangs hang out that other people don't know about, and she finds that there is another stallion, like a young mm-hmm. black one that like seems to be in charge of the herd right now.
1: No, is this there. Is this going to be, because isn't there a book, Is I think the next book is called, like, After Free Again, it's called, like, The Challenger or something. Is it, this is where, this is where his it's, origin it's,
0: story it's, uh, it's, it's his son, New Moon. Shit. Who has been mentioned the, before. The young guy like is
1: stepping in.
0: Yeah. He's like, look, my dad's not here, so. Apparently the lead mayor doesn't seem like she really respects his authority that much like she's still around she's like "Eh, this is a child that's
1: also like maybe his mom so yeah
0: so she's (laughs) like fuck you this isn't this isn't gonna work for me (laughs) but um yeah so sam's really concerned because she's like well he just he clearly like wasn't there at all so that's worrying um so her dad's gone and is gone, and Graham's gone. They have a little bit of like a flash flood incident where they lose a couple of cows.
1: Oh, I um, think.
0: And it results in her dad having to sell one of his horses to Carla Star, like his his like well trained horse Bandra, oh no. who's not who's not going to be used in the rodeo per se. He's going to be one of the horses that is ridden to like go pick up like you know downed cowboys yeah. and stuff. Um what was because, again? You know, banjo
1: banjo okay okay
0: yeah cuz cause he, cause he's a really strong calm horse so they oh. like know that he would be able to ride double or triple with other with with like a couple riders and would be okay oh, so he like he wins some kind of a thing at this fair where he for like being well trained or something like that and they're able to like sell him for basically like what would account for the cost of like the three cows that they lose Mm-hmm. Um, And in the course of the conversation, her dad also brings up the fact that, like, Buddy is basically never going to be able to be, like, slaughtered for meat because she's so attached to it. So he's like, look, we have a bunch of freeloaders on the ranch already. So we have to, like, yeah, I can't, like, endlessly be paying for all these different animals that, like, aren't pulling their weight. We've got, like, two Mustangs that aren't doing anything, you know, because they've still got popcorn and dark sunshine. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Etc. So yeah, they end up having to sell banjo. So. And uh, her grandma wins a prize for I think her chicken, her fried chicken. So they get Oh like that. yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that. Just as a side a side note, um, so the the main like there's like this old cowboy Dallas who's like sort of the foreman or whatever, and yeah. he's. Throughout the book he's kind of like not feeling well cuz he's got he's like older he's got arthritis and he's got a lot of like old injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he and she are the ones who are like going around checking out all the rodeo stuff cuz Dallas used to be involved in rodeos. Um but he also like needs to rest a bit like he can't like go full steam with all of it because he's just like an older guy. Yeah. Um and they see a lot of different like stuff with the rodeo, they don't end up seeing the Phantom at all, but they do like do some searching. And then the way that they end up finding out that like Carlos Star does have the Phantom is that like basically Jake and his family are like sitting down to watch some of the rodeo coverage that that like is on T V mm-hmm. um that they had like taped to watch oh, together. And yes. then he's like shown he in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's obviously, like, been drugged because he's acting yeah. really weird, and he bites somebody, and it's all a lot, <laughs> but I think my favorite part of that scene is that at this point, like, Brenna Olsen's there, and she's yelling at the TV. She's like, really? where is he? <laughs> we love like, Brenna. They're like, we'll see him again, and she's like, where? <laughs> like, yelling about it, which is really funny. Um, We love Brenna. She's, she's taking it personally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's invested. Yeah. So, um, they end up finding out like what rodeo he's gonna be at, and uh, Brenna and Sam go, because you know, BLM, etc. Yeah. Um My favorite part of that is that they're at. The rodeo and like Daryl's there with his like little cousin who's like a child that he's like basically going to drag around. He's like, this sucks. <sighs> Jake wasn't injured. He would have come with me and my parents would be trying to make me babysit while I was at this. We could actually like enjoyed ourselves. I wouldn't have this like toddler with me. Um, But he's just, like, talking to Sam because she's there and it doesn't seem particularly, like, weird or anything. But Brynn is like, how old are you? And, like, (laughs) like,
1: getting really She's getting in mom mode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm also like, he's the same age as Jake, so why don't you take that attitude with him? Oh, you like him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jake's family, though, so it's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Um, So... It, there's basically like the, the scene that you were talking about, about them having to like, um, you know, dramatically rescue him. But there's also like at one point, like Sam's just like playing a game for a bit waiting for uh, Brennan to come back because like the horse part of everything hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. And apparently Daryl either just like abandoned or lost his, his little cousin. And he just like comes up to Sam because I guess he's like wandering around in the crowd. And he's like, oh, I met that person. Mm-hmm. So she, like, is holding a child for the first half of this, and then has, like, basically the way she, like, gets Brenda to not follow her is she just, like, hands her a toddler and, like, runs into the thing.
1: Like, she runs into the ring, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: she runs in. Yeah, and he, like, um is, like, not reacting right, and it turns out yeah. that he, like, basically they, like, blew some kind of a stimulant, like, onto him, so yeah. he, like, inhaled it, Um. And she kind yeah. of has to, like, lure him into a particular area, and then he gets re-released out into the wild. It's very hard for her, and she's thinking about how, like, basically, like, this whole thing is her fault, because she made him, like, too habituated to being around people, like, the whole thing with yeah. him approaching the school bus and stuff. She's like, I need to, like, you know, I need to try to, like, stop a- stop approaching him as much, beca- or, like... Making him want to come near human environments like I yeah. I need to like go out to him if I want to see him basically. Um, it's kind of the end of this book. Okay. Um, then the next one um, there's there's even more uh Bruna and her dad developments. It um. seems like it's it's really going somewhere <laughs> um, and he proposes to her. At like a at like the diner, oh
1: my god! Okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, like that's getting... like how long has it been? I don't know, but in the next book, they're getting married, Melanie. It's like it,
1: they're they going know, for
0: it. They saw what they wanted and they went for it. <laughs> <laughs> I it literally has been like I don't know, like a few months. It really hasn't been that long. You know, some people dark say sunshine's when... still pregnant, so it hasn't been that long. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, only a few months. Really. Wait, Dark Sunshine is pregnant? Yeah, the horse. She's pregnant. Oh. So I is maybe Link's just pre- forgot.
1: Okay, okay. That's why I was Link's, Links
0: Horse is also pre- they they're both, both are.
1: pregnant. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Dark Sunshine's probably pregnant with the Phantoms baby. And uh Link's Horse is pregnant with uh
1: Oh the Diablo's baby. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, different. But Okay. same time again. Okay. okay. So um, but I'm just saying, like, obviously it hasn't been, like, it hasn't been very many months because yeah. they haven't given birth yet. So they, they're like, fucking around. they, like, met each other a few months ago and they're like, let's get married.
1: Yeah. You know, my cousin and her husband, I think, uh, I can't, remember. I think it was, like, 12 weeks from when they met to when they got married. No. And they have two kids and they're, like, really happy. But I'm like, holy shit. Um... Okay, so back to what we're doing
0: because we do. Our- yes, okay. Okay, so the right. the second book starts, and she's coming home from school, and like that one review said, these like kind of like scruffy looking horses are like approaching her, and she like feeds them a granola bar. They seem like they're hungry. They won't follow her back all the way back to the ranch. Like they won't cross the river with her. Mm-hmm. So then she's wondering like whose horses were just out wandering. Um, and based on the description, her grandma thinks it might be Mrs. Allen's horses and Sam's like kinda hesitating to go over there. Um, because apparently when they were little she and Jake were convinced that Mrs. Allen was a witch. Like she has a memory of them like going over there and like Mrs. Allen's dogs really scaring them and like whatever. There's like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. A whole little scene from when they were little kids where they were they were spooked by her for some Mm -hmm. reason. Um, so Sam's still, like, vaguely scared of these dogs just because of the memory, and then they're, like, they're, like, tiny English bulldogs. (laughs) So, like, as an adult, there's nothing that's scary going on over there. Yeah. Um, but so she goes to check out this lady's house, and it really, like, it is, like, not in good shape, and it seems like the, like, the gate isn't latched properly, and, like, the horses aren't, you know, they haven't been fed or whatever. So she goes to, like, knock on the door, and Miss Allen is like, leave me alone, like, yelling from inside and stuff. And she's like, your horses were out wandering around. Also, my grandma wanted me to give you this jam, I guess. <laughs> um, so she, like, and, like, the gate keeps just, like, opening on its own. It's just, she ties it closed and then, like, waits to see, like, you know, what's gonna happen, and... Mrs. Allen goes out and gives her horses some straw, but it seems like she's, like, not moving very fast, and, like, maybe she's been having, like, some trouble or something like that. Like, the, uh-huh. you know, the fences are all messed up and stuff. Um, so she goes back to the farm, and after watching to make sure that, like, at least the horses got fed for the night, because she was gonna, like, feed them if they didn't get fed. Um, she goes back and kind of tells all of this to her family, and her dad basically volunteers, like, her and Jake to go, like, do all this manual labor. <laughs> this is all house. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, she needs some help. I guess you're going to be doing it then. Um, enjoy that. This is your new after school <laughs> job. Um, like, Jake will be there to help you, basically. Um, like, we're signing him up for this, too. Um so, for the next couple of, like, days, they have to go over there to, like, help put the fences back up, and, um, like, his brothers are also helping, like, dig f- fence poles, and, like, you know, they're doing all this kind of work around there. Um, Jake's in, like, a walking cast now, and he's in, he's still in a real shit mood. <laughs> Just. So, um, it must be
1: some time if you.
0: Very it unhappy. have been
1: some time if he's, like, has passed, if he's.
0: In a well, and out. later on in this book, and uh, by later on, I mean that at that scene that I played for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he just cuts his cast off way before it's supposed to be cut off on his own, and he's Dings just fucking off. limping around castles after this. Ugh. Um, okay. oh, his mom's oh. really mad about it. And his dad's response is to tell him that if he re-breaks his leg that he is going to have to pay for it himself. And then his mom is so pissed that she won't talk to either one of them. <laughs> That's
1: the appropriate response.
0: She's like, you both fucking suck. I can't deal with this. Every time I see my son limping around like an idiot, I want to throw something at his dumb head. <laughs> uh, but so they're like stringing up this fence stuff, and um, at first Sam's like really has like a lot of trepidation about talking to Mrs. Allen or like even going into the house. But then she, she's like, "I'm gonna go get a drink of water. No one can stop me." <laughs> she's like, "I'm gonna do it. You'll see, Jake. I'm not afraid to go inside the house." So she goes in there, and uh, apparently Trudy Allen. And was, like, an artist or is an artist. And there's all Mm -hmm. these, like, weird paintings of, like, giant carnivorous plants and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And she has some paintings of wild horses, uh, but I I guess they don't sell very well, so she does the other stuff to actually make money. Um, But based on that, Sam is thinking, like, oh, like, Trudy Allen actually, like, is interested in horses. Um, Meanwhile, she has heard from... Brenna that like she's gonna have to leave for like a week and this other guy is gonna come in and be in charge of things and Mm -hmm. she's concerned because she has some horses some mustangs that were captured that are supposed to be being transferred like a little bit later to like a pasture area where they can just like hang out because they're not adoptable Mm -hmm. and she's afraid that this guy is going to have them put down and it turns out that, like, that's the direction he is going to have things going. Mm-hmm. Um, the horses are not, like, actually unhealthy, but they're just, like, losers, mm-hmm. basically. Like, they all have, like, something wrong with their conformation or their legs or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, they just all are, like, a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, no one's going to get them to be, like, a horse that they ride. But they're it's not like they're, like, suffering either. They just, right. like, need to be hanging out. Um And so this dude's like, oh, it'll save the government this amount of money to not transfer these guys. Gosh, I'm really doing a lot of good work over here. Um, They also keep bringing up how short he is. Which is kind of rude. So she's been hearing about this for a while, and she gave the vet who might be putting these animals down her phone number and... Mm -hmm. Trudy's phone number to be like call me if it gets that serious so she gets a call from this guy while she's at Mrs. Allen's house um and she's telling Mrs. Allen about like the situation and Mrs. Allen is obviously like pretty upset about it and she's like well you have property why don't you let them come hang out here like you're not like you're not ranching or anything like that it's not like you need this space for your cows it's just sitting here um might as well let these horses be here if you like them. And there's a lot of them that are paint horses, which I heard that you liked or whatever. So she convinces Mrs. Allen to at least like go down to the BLM with her. And the whole time, like apparently this woman cannot drive and is like taking your life into your hands to go in a car Jesus. with her. So the whole, the whole thing is very stressful going there. Um, She agrees to take all the horses basically um, and beforehand, they, because, like, the thing that has, like, kind of catalyzed them wanting to do this now is that the one that was pregnant had a baby, the baby was blind, but they're also, like, saying that there's something wrong with it, so they're, like, wanting this vet to, like, euthanize this, like, newborn horse, which he's, like, not super willing to do, you know? Yeah. Um, because they're, like, the mom's attacking it, and, like, that's not what happened. The horse, the blind baby just, like, bumped into her, you know, and, like, gave himself a little scratch or something. And then she got really defensive, because she smelled blood. So, like, anyone who was, like, approaching, she was, like, getting really, like, aggressive with. Mm -hmm. Um, so they bring them back to Mrs. Allen's farm, and they're trying to, like, help this full, like you know feed as much as it needs to feed and all that kind of stuff they like make some adjustments to um the stall so that the baby doesn't get stuck as much by putting like you know different textured like wood chips around like the edges of things so that Mm -hmm. it'll get used to feeling like where the where walls are going to be by noticing that texture difference and stuff Mm um So, throughout all of this, it's kind of, like, getting to be too much for Sam to, like, do all of this stuff and school, because she's got, like, school, she's still been, like, trying to see the Phantom Stallion, she's still, like, uh, and then she's trying to do all this, like, work after school with Trudy, and then the full thing, it's, like, she has to, like, be up all night hanging out in the barn with this animal. Mm -hmm. Um... So, this is this is one of the, the times where, where Jake shows up and yells at her. Um, and he, like, basically he shows up and, like, Mrs. Allen is like, oh, yeah, you're welcome to stay or whatever. But, like, aside from the fact that he, like, he, he cut his cast off, he took a shower and put on a button-up shirt to come over late at night and yell at her. That's- I just, I, I want, Why? <laughs> sounds like that he wanted to look nice for his, his lady. <laughs> to me. I need to dress up to yell at you at 11 at night. It's important to me that I look good for this. Yeah.
1: It's, you know, why do teenage boys do the things that they do? We'll never But, know. like,
0: obviously he heard something about the Daryl thing, whatever the Daryl thing is. Um, so, like, throughout this time there's been a couple times where, like, Daryl's tried to call her and she's like, I don't know why this person's trying to talk to me. Like, she literally, like, has not responded to any of his phone calls at all. <laughs> um, and it turns out that the reason why he's trying to get a hold of her is because he wants to, like, give her a tip for, like, her journalism stories. Because she's, like, doing, like, stuff with the school paper. Uh-huh. Um, and Rachel has a boyfriend named Chris, who is, like, the the good the goody-goody hot guy that, like, all the girls are like, oh, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um Well, apparently, he's, like, the football captain or whatever. Apparently, this dude's been making, like, fake hall passes and shit. Like, he's, like, got, like, a little bootleg hall pass. Oh, going on. Um Which Gerald found out about, it, and he's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> so he, like, is trying to rat him out without getting his name involved. Uh-huh. Um... But like all that Jake knows is that Daryl keeps trying to talk to Sam and like called her, <laughs> so he's like upset about it. Um, which I'm like, well, you're not doing anything, yes, yeah. about it. So you're the one who knows. Like you're the one who yeah. should be doing something here if you're if you want something to happen. Silly boy. Sam's not gonna figure it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, I mean, I think she knows based on the previous jealousy thing. Um, oh, God, I almost forgot. Um, In, like, the last book, when Jake's leg was still broken and she mm-hmm. was, like, going around to do doing, like, the rodeo stuff with uh Dallas, mm-hmm. they talk on the phone at one point because his mom had invited her to come over and, like, hang out, knowing that, like, there wasn't anyone at her house that that night, because her family was out of town. Yeah. And so she, like, made up an excuse, being like, oh, I have to work on my homework or whatever, because she was going to be sneaking out to see the Phantom Stallion, right? Mm-hmm. But Jake's like, you are not going to do your history project and we both know it. <laughs> so he, like, calls and be like, what are you actually doing? <laughs> um... <laughs> and she, like, won't really tell him, but he's like, yeah, I know. I know. I know what you're doing. Um... And she's like, look, do you have an actual point to the conversation? Because I have to get up at like five o'clock in the morning. So I don't have time to like keep talking. I was up all night. Like he like called her the next day and was like, I know what you did. (laughs) Basically. Um, Keep it. Keep it. like, anyway, I have to get up at five. So like, just get to the point or whatever. And so they finished their conversation. And he's like, wait, why are you getting up at five? And she does a full, like, I have a boyfriend in Canada thing, where she's like, I'm seeing my friend so-and-so, and it's, like, some guy's name, and he's like, who? And then she just hangs the phone up, and then she, like, goes up to go to bed, and she can hear the phone ringing, and she just <laughs> doesn't answer it. <laughs> I'm sure that upset him. Name
1: so, dropping. I don't Another know, dude. there's, like,
0: a little bit of a weirdness happening here. Okay, um, okay so... She's just getting really overwhelmed she's like she gets her like grade report or whatever where it's not like the actual report card but it's like though this is the direction things are going in and her mm-hmm. grades are in the toilet like all of them are yeah. awful. um where she's like in serious trouble so she she and Jen like make a like a schedule plan thing together because Jen's like really good at organizing and she's like, help me I don't know what, I, I I'm like obviously not managing things well um. And her gran also, like, kind of rekindles a friendship with Trudy, so then her grandma ends up, like, spending the next night over at Trudy's instead of Sam, and they're just, like, hanging out and doing, like, old lady gossip together. <laughs> um, so it seems like they're having a good time. Yeah. But um, the, the next thing that happens is there's, like, a bad snowstorm, and the blindfold ends up getting out on accident. Like, it just wanders out of the out of the corral that it was in Mm -hmm. um and so everyone's like yeah i i mean it's pretty much dead (laughs) like there's not really anything we can do there um the same's like no i need to look so she and jen go out to look and like she also gets like jake and some other people to look jake is like this is fucking stupid like he's like you know it's dead (laughs) like like there's nothing really we can do at this point Um, she's like i don't want to hear that from you. Thank you. Um yeah, like he's he's annoyed basically that they're like wasting all these time and resources on like a blind animal that's probably already dead. He's like we should just we should just accept that that's what's happened, you know. Yeah. Um so she and Jen are supposed to be riding together and they end up getting separated and then um Sam decides that like really the only place that the foal could have gone where it like might have been okay is there's like a hot spring nearby. Mm-hmm. And so she's hoping that it was able to, like, get that, get there. So she goes there, um, and it turns out that that's where, um, Faith is. She's, like, splashing around in the in the hot spring water. Seems to be enjoying herself, so that's pretty cute. Um, and Sam looks up and she sees the Phantom Stallion is kind of, like, hanging out nearby, like, watching this, so she sort of thinks that he maybe, like, led, led the yeah. foal there. Like, found it. Um... Which is, like, not normal behavior for a stallion with, like, other people's foals, but... They normally kill him. Yeah, well... Well, not Xantivar.
1: Yeah, of course not.
0: Because he's an angel.
1: Yes. But, um... Perfect, perfect horse.
0: So, Jake ends up... Or, she, like, ends up, like, being found there by Jake, and he's, like, coming to help. And then she gets, like... She's been, like, thinking about this photography contest thing for a while and so she sees him, like, him like, you know, picking the full up out of the water and stuff and she's like, this is gonna be a great picture. So she stops to take a picture and, like, accidentally lets go of her the horse that she's been riding, which is not Ace, it's Strawberry. Mm -hmm. And Strawberry just fucking runs off. So then she's like, well... Jake's, like, so Jake's mad on two fronts. One, she was, like, clandestinely taking his photograph. And two, now she's, like, let her horse run off. And so now he has to, like, take her and this foal on his horse. Um, and he like is really blustering about it at first, where he's like, "Which doesn't ride double, so it's just not gonna happen." Sorry, I don't know what we can do for you. And then he just ends up taking her on his horse anyway. She but finally I feel like gets it... to ride double with him. Yeah, and fun know! Her eyes around. know. I the place. was gonna say it's full circle. She's so happy about it. She's like, "Oh my god, my dream's coming true." Because like at the at the beginning of the of the second book, she's like, "God, I wish that were me," you know? Yeah.
1: So does she does she feel content? She's super super happy, yes. Oh.
0: So it's the end of the book, yeah. Oh I what a perfect ending. Like I mean it kinda of, it dovetails well with like the previous book
1: actually. Yeah. Beautiful, Jake. I remember that that photo being described and I was like, has there ever been a more perfect photo? No.
0: <laughs> I wish that I could see that photo with mine eyes. With your with uh, your own human eyes. I mean exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know anyone with a medicine hat full. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's like a specific type of pinto, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um well uh let's do our reviews. So first book, uh The Renegade, um, scale of one to ten ponies, um literary worth.
0: Uh do know like a seven i mean it was yeah. just as well written as any of the other ones nothing yeah. like particularly of of literary importance happened but it was yeah. you know it was good it didn't take a deep dive that's no it was uh, very entertaining at least yeah. i know that's i like what happens um scaled one to ten ponies horse content um the pretty high horse content I, I learned a lot of stuff about like how rodeos work and like what's like required of people who are like riding in the rodeo um carrie's informative yeah so maybe like an eight i feel like i learned okay. like some more horse stuff than before okay we like that um scale one to ten ponies overall enjoyment this is probably like an 8. This was like yes. a pretty good one. Cuz there 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 was just there's so much like there's so much jealousy, there's so much drama. <laughs> the intrigue. We love the intrigue. The intrigue, the is suspense, that our... the other people touching a guy you like. That's we don't like that. Uh, he adjusted his hat one time. What does it mean? Unacceptable. <laughs>
1: unacceptable.
0: Uh, is that our highest
1: uh enjoyment writing. I don't know. I, I
0: did laugh a lot at this I was yeah. like, she's fucking losing it. <laughs>
1: oh to be thirteen again. So many feelings. Um well I that's a good one. That's I, I think appropriately scored for, for that book. Um so for the fifth
0: one then, free again, uh scale one Shamponi's literary work. Uh I think a six, because, like, honestly, the thing with Mrs. Allen was, like, not well established. Like, Mrs. Allen ends up basically setting up, like, a little horse sanctuary and kind of is like, oh, this is actually always something that I wanted to do. And, like, you know, now that it's not affect, like, now that my husband and my children aren't around and they're not ranching, it's like, it doesn't affect them. So I can do what I want and I can, like, live this dream okay but we never heard it was a dream of hers before yeah. like, basically like Sam totally unsolicitedly is like save these horses please like so I wish that had been set up a little bit more because it kind of seemed like magically it works out for some reason like okay. yeah you could have just established like a little bit more there okay fair enough
1: um scale one to ten ponies a horse content um uh...
0: I learned a little bit more about the horse confirmation and stuff, um, and, like, what kind of stuff foals need. So, yeah, it was probably, like, a seven. Okay. Okay. Um, scale one to 10 ponies, overall enjoyment. That's probably, like, a seven. Um, yeah. that one scene, like, was very funny, but, like, yeah. I also felt like there were some plot lines that were dropped a little bit, um. Yeah, we never, because I was, like, I really thought after the the fifth book, like, the thing with her, like, seeing Daryl at the thing, talking about the drag racing or whatever, I wanted that to come back. Like, I either wanted, like, Jake to be upset that she'd, like, hung out with Daryl at this thing, or I wanted, like, I thought it would have made more sense for Daryl to come up and apologize to her because he'd lost track of his cousin and she had to watch him for him. Um, and so instead to have it be like, Oh, I'm trying to like give you some like give you like a journalism tip, and then as far as I can tell, they don't even bring up her writing a story about it in the next book or like (laughs) the social fallout from like you know outing like a guy, like a popular guy for doing something bad, you know, like I don't think that comes up at all in the next book, so it just kind of feels like like, a cheap reason for them to talk when, like, there already was a built-in reason, which he could have just been like, hey, sorry, I accidentally dumped my cousin on you, like, but thanks for helping me out, and, like, you know, whatever. That would have made more sense. So, I was a little bit disappointed in Terry in that respect, so (sighs) that made it... Terry has let us down a little bit. I know, I was a little let down. Well,
1: fair enough. Well, I'm not surprised. I suspected Renegade would get, just in general, better. Better I scores, mean, so yeah
0: it it was it was there it was just more it, was, it it was the highest. Uh, well, Evan was like, "What book has the most Jake content?" So I can I can get into the Jake character, and I was yeah. like, "It's Renegade." So far,
1: did Evan read the whole book?
0: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I gave it to him, but it, it also has only been like a couple of days, so he may not have had time yet. You know, yeah, that
1: would be funny. But even. just to
0: get into the mood for like future dramatic readings, yeah. I love that. Yeah.
1: So I look forward to some more dramatic readings. Yeah, um, I mean
0: at the at the very least, I think that would be like a fun because I was thinking about like how long the series is, you know. Yeah. That might be like good. a fun way to update people between things like last time, you know. Yeah.
1: I like that. Um,
0: Do you have and horse so story?
1: yes, so like I said, I have a story um, submitted to us by Jeffrey. Um that I can, I'm just going to read what he said. This is just on Instagram. He just said, um, he has a horse related story about his high school Spanish teacher. He said, so first day she comes in, is this, oh yeah, this is what main characters. That's what this Mm -hmm. segment is. Main (laughs)
0: characters.
1: Um, so Jeffrey said, so first day she comes in and says she can't smell because of a horse accident. She then wheels out a TV and plays the video of her getting fucked off the horse and landing on the concrete with her head. So she came in with a black... And then... Okay. Uh, and then she came in once with a black eye and said it was an X-rated story. Always told horse stories, too. Weird lady. <laughs> but... Can you imagine? You're just like I had this experience, so I'm, I'm going to show.
0: I've brought a visual aid of, of my trauma, and yeah. I'd like all of us to experience it together.
1: Like that, I just can't. You, I'm like that would be like if you know my advisees came in, and I'd be like, "Hold on, let me. Uh, why don't you take a look at this video? This is what I've been going through. Do you want to now tell me?" What's going on with you? Because look at this. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> she and just that it was at that that point in time where like you had to do something like find an external like a TV to bring into the classroom. Yeah, to like, get the AV club
0: to like bring something in so that you can show it to everyone. Like, just like I can't wait.
1: Phone. I can't wait. So that, until I can share my story with the class. That's my Spanish class. This is not related to Spanish at all. These are just Uh, my my horse experiences.
0: Yeah, at least teach them how to say horse in Spanish or something. Uh, The only, like, school-related horse thing I can think of is that one time somebody rode their horse to school and, like, had to have it tied to the flagpole for a little while before their parents could come get it. Yeah, that's kind
1: of like... um, like Valley Center had some spots where it was like, in theory, you could tie your horse up, but like Norco and Riverside is known as Horsetown, USA, and that's where most of our horse shows were. But they they had like uh, trails going everywhere, and so like all through town, you could like ride your horse to like the local bar and
0: tie it up and go have a drink and, and get on your horse and ride home. I mean, it's it's one of those kind of like defunct Montana laws um, that facilitate like they're supposed to be facilities to tie your horse up like like schools are supposed to provide that like technically that is still a law on the books yeah. so periodically like some shithead high schooler will be like legally, you have to provide stabling for my horse, and they'll ride it there, and then their parents just have to come get it in two hours and, like, smack him on the back of the head, which I yeah. think is uh, pretty much what happened here. But, I, yeah, I just remember one time I went to school, and there was just, like, a random horse like, hanging out by the flagpole for a few hours. <laughs> it's
1: always fun. Um, anyway, so that was, yeah, that was Jeff's. it was a brief story, but I'll see if I can get one from uh, my mother tomorrow, Um, and yeah, then we can go from there. Yeah, I'll see what I'll see what I can get. Um, Should see like uh, Joe's sister. At least one of his sisters was really into horses. I bet she has a horse story.
0: I know. Just like people
1: out of horse stories, have
0: them like just talk into their phone and like send it to you. Yeah, that'd be really idea. cute. Um,
1: sweet. Well,
0: well, it was, it was. nice talking to you about books. It was, it was nice talking to you too. We had I
1: some don't... some random ramblings. Oh, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, like, but but if I take them out, this will be under two hours. So I we're know. getting better. We're getting better. Us. We're doing um, it. <laughs> yeah. I so I have um I have the next book, but I don't have any further ones. Okay. So. Bring
1: some together for you. You have some options. Okay.
0: Well, it's good to see you. Bye.
1: Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.
0: I'll let you know when I need it. It'll be fine. She was a happy, happiest child. I mean, she was homeschooled because of anxiety. 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 Because of anxiety.